Hello and welcome back to the Bottom Bins. I'm Connor, joined here today by, of course, my good friend Oren. Yep. How's things? Not too bad, man. How are you? Uh, all good, all good. Look, I know we're sounding a bit chipper here, but the, the subject that we are going to be talking about today is nothing that should be laughed about, smirked about. It, it shouldn't even really exist in our society today, nope. um, to be honest. So... Um, yesterday in La Liga, uh, Vinicius Jr., the player of Real Madrid, was subjected to yet another barrage of racism. Um, and this is not the first time that this has happened. This has now happened to Vinicius on several occasions. And it is happening to um, black players all the time in football. Um, so we thought we would come on today and just talk about the seriousness of this issue and what we could do as a footballing community to to, be- to make the game better, really. Mm. Isn't, isn't that right, Orn? Yeah, try and rectify it. Um, look, it's not the first time we've seen even Vinicius Jr. subject to, to racism this year. Um, racism in football, I think there's a real stigma that it's a new thing, but this is something that's been occurring for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, it's only now in the last, say, three to four years that the media has really picked up on it um, and it's really getting the the you know the, the media time that it should be getting. Um, but it's it's not about that anymore. It's about the leagues and the FAs and the football associations and the governing bodies of football that aren't doing enough Mm -hmm. to combat racism. They're not doing enough to punish those who are racist to others. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we're seeing there, Ivan Tony's got an eight-month ban for sticking 20 quid on uh, on a 20 to one accumulator. Do you know what I mean? I know he's done the 283 (laughs) times, but um, he's got an eight-month ban from football, yet... Even the Valencia president last night after the match came out and said, oh, Vinicius was in the wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it shouldn't be this way. Well, it, it does. I'm really, really glad you brought, actually brought up Ivan Tony, to be honest, Oren. It does make you think if that was a white player, is the ban as hefty? Look, it is obviously hard to say. It is a hypothetical situation, but it does really make you sort of think, are they just pinning an eight-month ban mm. on a player like Tony because of the colour of his skin. Rio Ferdinand got an eight-month ban as well. Yeah, like it, it and, and you know, I think when you throw it back even, like we were talking about this last night, um, John Terry was racist towards Anton Ferdinand mm-hmm. and received a, a month ban. Four games. A four-game ban. Yeah. Um, Luis Suarez was racist to Patrice Evra. Seven-game ban. I, I, we also seen the Liverpool team come out with shirts in support mm-hmm. of uh, Luis Suarez. Now look in fairness. Members of that Liverpool team now have come out and said that they were wrong, wrong. for doing yeah. so. Um, and obviously, in light of all the information that came out of it, but yeah, it's it's ridiculous that in this day and age we're still talking about racism in football. Yeah, and it's it does seem to be a more now. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not saying it's exclusive to the other European leagues because it does happen in the Premier League as well. But it does seem to be a bigger issue across the continent. Um, you know, you're seeing a lot of, like I can remember a couple of years back, um, uh, Koulibaly when he was playing for Napoli, mm-hmm. um, people like throwing bananas mm-hmm. and making monkey chants at him on, uh, you know, the ultras of the other of the other team. Mm-hmm. And it does make you think, you know, who, who does that Who does that fall on then? Where does the responsibility lie? Does it lie with th- that team's um, higher-ups? Mm-hmm. Do, does it lie with the league itself? Does it lie with, say, the Italian FA, you know, the governing body of football there? Does it even fall on you? FIFA's head, who, who, or FIFA's head as well. You mm-hmm. know, who is it that takes ultimate responsibility for for these actions? Well, at the minute, we're saying nobody take uh, responsibility for these actions, and that's that's the problem. That's why we're sitting here talking about this. Um, you know, not enough is being done by any of them. It should be a collaborative effort to knock racism out of football. It's all well and good whenever, um, like, look, 
it has to take a big thing to happen, it seems anyway, for a movement to happen. Yeah. We've seen, obviously, what happened with George Floyd in America, and that brought in the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. into, into the Premier League football. Um, and that was obviously taken out for political reasons, um, and they brought in no room for racism. Mm-hmm. And that's still in the Premier League. We're still seeing some Premier League clubs, as soon as the, fi- the uh, first whistle is blown, they're taking the knee, Take the knee yeah. in solidarity. Mm-hmm. And that, that's fantastic, it's brilliant, but why is it taking a major incident like this to happen, yet Vinicius Jr., who, in this particular incident, if people didn't see it, was racially abused by fans. He went and told the referee that he was being racially abused. He asked to not play the game anymore. Yeah. The referee said no. He was then involved in a scuffle and he pushed a player who had got him in a headlock. He received a red card, even more racist abuse, and he walked off the pitch. Carlo Ancelotti came out and said, as soon as Vinicius asked to not play anymore because of the racist abuse he was receiving, the game should have been stopped, and I fully agree. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Look, I think one thing that maybe general football fans as a whole forget is that footballers are still human beings too. This is their job. It is, it is. And look, you know, if if someone were to come in here right now like that, well, not not that this is our job as such, yes. but if someone was to come in here right now and start hurling abuse at us, mm-hmm. whether it be you know whatever type You'd of abuse, out. you know, no nobody should be subject to that sort no. of thing. So why is it that now you know because of the color of somebody's skin, it's okay to or it's seemingly mm-hmm. okay to, to get away with with incidents like this? And really, I think that is one thing that football could do better. Okay, yes, they are mega stars and they make monumental um, money mm-hmm. and, and that is just the way football is mm-hmm. it's the way football has been for, for a long long time but at the same time these people have to go home to their families yeah. you know they might have wives kids you know they could be fathers they could um, you know they're, they're sons of, of a mother and a father as mm-hmm. well you know, nobody just just because they're on a TV every week and you know they get to showcase their skills every week does not mean that it is okay for. And, and I think this is an issue. You know, I think match paying fans think it is okay because they pay money mm-hmm. that they can come in and voice whatever opinion they want, whether that be racism, homophobia, like again homophobia. That mm-hmm. you could do a whole other episode on that as well. Yeah. With the amount of, of homophobia that is still in, in the game and still in, in, in clusters of supporters. Well, look, that's the way it is. Like, I, we're, we're both lifelong football fans, and I do agree with the sentiment that if you're a paying customer and you're, you pay to go into the, that stadium, you pay to let your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful what you say. You cannot, it does not give you the right, just because you pay 45 quid for a ticket, upwards to 500 quid if you're getting an executive seat, whatever it is. Yeah. Just because of the amount of money you pay does not give you any right to ridicule someone for their gender, their skin colour or their sexuality. Yep. It is absolutely disgusting that we're still seeing it in this day and age. Like it's 2023. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? And, and With no lack of better words, grow the fuck up. Like wise up. There's, You're literally dealing with people's livelihoods. Mm-hmm. And as, as we've said, this is their job. Mm-hmm. They're, ta- they're talented footballers. Like, we would kill to be talented footballers, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. if we in any other job in any other workplace, you wouldn't. There would be punishment for it. Oh yeah. So why is it? Because this is a public eye sport. Because they're making so much money. Why is it deemed okay, so yeah. to speak? Why yeah. is not enough being done to to punish? 
that he's racist, yeah. to be honest. No, and there's listen, there's no other word for it. If you if you do anything like like some of the stuff that we've talked about already um, in this in this podcast, you are a racist, plain and simple. If you attack a player because of their sexuality, you are a homophobe. If you attack a player because of their gender, you are misogynist. Mm-hmm. There is no two ways about it. But but because you know they're sports fans or football fans, it's deemed more acceptable. It's it is a very strange culture. Like even you know like we said as Manchester United fans, mm-hmm. you know we love going to the games. You know me and you, we, we do try and get over at least two three times a year. Yeah. Um, and and look like I said, you know we we do pay good money to go over and see Man United, but at the same time. You, know, you have to be respectful. Of course. You know, you're coming into a stadium um, with players from all over the world mm-hmm. of different religions and um, ethnicities and... Not just players, fans, fans as well. Fans, as well. Exactly, lad, exactly. You know, I think back to um, a game at Atlanta, uh, the game at Atlanta last year. Um, you know, I was sitting beside Sonny. You and John Joe were mm-hmm. in just a couple of rows in front of us. Um, but uh, like even the fans around you, you know, you're sitting, you're having a crack with one exactly. another. You know, sure, even before the game, we were having a drink with the Atlanta fans. Exactly, and it it doesn't matter, you know, your skin color, sexuality, gender. Well, it doesn't matter, you know. You're still you support the one football mm-hmm. team. You know, you're united in the one love that. You support Manchester United and, and you go and you enjoy the game. And yes, you could have, you know, a laugh and a joke with one another about some of the players out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's crap, he's shit, yeah. you know, this, that and the and other. And there are opinions that, are, you know, you pay to voice them. <laughs> yeah, I know. And like, again, you're allowed to voice your opinions on, on ownership as well. Especially, you know, I know for us, you know, like we are, we are such a poorly run football club, yeah. you know. But it has nothing to do with you know, the Glazers' skin colour or where they're from. It's nothing to do no. with that. They are just bad owners. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, but look, it is, like, unfortunately, this is just such a prevalent issue at the minute. And, you know, I, I'm actually gutted that we even have to sit here and talk about this. You know, this was such a massive incident that happened last night. And really, I, just, I feel so sorry for Vinicius Jr. Because yeah. he really, over these last few years, he is the one player that has just seemed to get it. Almost every week, yeah. it, it it it's really really unfair. And he's such a talented footballer. Like he's he's one of the best footballers in, in the world. He's twenty two, lad. Yeah. He's still a kid. It's it's awful, absolutely awful. And the worst thing is, he's probably experienced it all his life. Yeah. And now he's having just because he's in the public eye because he's, and it, look, I would say a lot of it does come to him being talented. Mm-hmm. He's a tricky player. He's a skillful player. Yeah. And fans don't like it whenever. People do skills against them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there, that is a stigma as well. Um, and I would say it's butthurt fans who are reading stuff on social media. Social yeah. media is such a catalyst for racism. Mm-hmm. We've seen that after the Euros. We've seen it with Marcus Rashford, Jane Sancho, Pikao Saka, they all missed penalties. And all these fans of them um, turned their back on them mm-hmm. straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were no longer patriotic, let's say. Yeah. Um, it's disgusting. If we're being honest, really, like really being honest, it's a game of football. Exactly. Like, it's ninety minutes kicking a bit of leather about the field. Yeah. Like, chill out. Yeah. Chill out. By all means, have your opinions on the game. Mm-hmm. Have your opinions on on some of the talking points. You know, you're allowed to curse VAR, <laughs> do whatever. Yeah. But you know, just because, and I love the way you sack a Rashford Sancho there. Like they missed a penalty. Oh, God forbid. You know. Well, they're not allowed to miss a penalty it's a game of football yes it might be at one of the highest stages in football and yes it might have been the first time England were in a final in however since 66 or however long it was 
it's still just a game of football. People need to just chill the fuck out. And we're like, we're not saying this as if we're perfect football fans. No, either. like football is our livelihood. We yeah. don't sit and do a podcast because we have an interest in football. Like we love football. Football is a huge, huge part of our life, and it is for most fans. But and it's it's. I would say you're going to see a lot of podcasts. You're going to see a lot of talks about this particular subject. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many footballers, especially and and ex footballers, um, black footballers and and uh, footballers from different ethnicities stand behind Vinicius Junior, and that's what needs to happen at the minute as mm-hmm. well. He needs to have the fans behind him, his own fans, if if nothing else. Um, but it needs to gain traction for some reason. For it to be deemed worthy enough to I to talk about to talk about yeah, and that that's what's awful, and that's look it, it's it's a positive to an extent that social media has brought this to the like or, or to the to the to the table of most football fans. Yeah. However, it's also a catalyst in it happening again or further abuse happening on the on this specific incident. Yeah, absolutely. And and really, you know, even just this one isolated incident if if you take just this incident in itself, you know, the fact that at full 24 hours or however long has passed now from this game and yet there is still no punishments handed out. We've seen no fans um, be, be, be banned or, or no have statement, no season tickets revoked, nothing like that there. You know, the fact that this is just deemed okay. Mm is really, really worrying. Because there is so many campaigns around football, like you said, no room for racism. I remember the, the Kick It Out campaign yeah. from, from a few years ago as well. And and you do constantly have ex-black footballers or current black footballers that come out and, and, and speak about this on a daily basis. You only have to look at Raheem Sterling as well, who was harassed by the media for mm-hmm. years. And that's that is solely because of his skin colour. Mm-hmm. So we are seeing established media institutions follow sort of the the racist prerogative so this is a wider society issue as well and look racism is not just exclusive to football no it's exclusive to society Mm -hmm. you know this happens in society all the time it does happen in other sports too Mm -hmm. no point in saying it doesn't Mm -hmm. it's not as if this is just a a football issue this is a a societal problem you know what like Two years ago, or three years ago now maybe, no, two years ago I wrote a dissertation mm-hmm. about racism in football mm-hmm. and I was looking at it on a local perspective for Northern Ireland and in particular where we're from and it was shocking that some of the results that I found out. The majority of people that took part in any of the surveys I'd done on the local scale have either experienced or witnessed someone um receive racism on a football pitch yeah. on a local scale mm-hmm. so this is something that isn't just happening in a professional game either this I, is something it's that's right the way to grassroots right the way to grassroots yeah and this is something that needs to come from the ground up because how do you rectify something if it's only at the top yeah you need to, you need to go from the top to the bottom or from the bottom to, to the, the top. top yeah this is something that needs to be taken out of football completely mm-hmm. um and another shocking thing that was uh, that I found out in that in that dissertation, nothing was done really about any of the incidents that happened. It was dealt with on the pitch. There wasn't any repercussions really afterwards. And um, we're even seeing it in GAA. We're seeing videos over social media, um, which which is shocking as well. Um, and basically, our message to uh, our message based on this incident is 
governing bodies of football, football associations, clubs, leagues, get your fucking shit together. Yeah. Because we need to kick this out of the game. Do you know what I mean? This game's for everybody. It doesn't matter what gender you are. doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. doesn't matter what sexuality you have. This game is for everybody. And if isolated incidents like this are having to be highlighted for people to talk about it, it shouldn't happen. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Football's a beautiful game. It was the game for everybody. Uh, it's the most watched sport around the world. Mm-hmm. And really like you said from from the bottom to the top or, or whoever needs to look at this you know I, I'm, I'm looking at FIFA especially it needs to be dealt with yeah and it, it, they can't they can't pussyfoot around it anymore it it has to be addressed yeah because this is too common an occurrence and it's not it, it is not fair on players who are human beings mm-hmm. at the end of the day to be subjected to this shite when they're doing something that they love and trying to put a smile on all our faces mm-hmm. It, it's it's not right. It's not right. Look, the the title of my dissertation at the time was "Is football turning into the not so beautiful game?" And unfortunately, yes, that it is. It is. Um, but look, we we haven't really all too much left to say about it. No. Um, if you want to talk about topics like this, um, definitely check out Parlay Sports. Yeah, it's uh. If you if you want to tell the yeah, viewers, look, uh, guys, Parlay um, is as you know is is the company that that we have sort of been partnered with now um, for for the last few months with the podcast um, and and really a lot of the content that that we have been delivering for Parlay especially has centered around sort of topics in football which might be viewed as a bit sort of taboo um, and myself and Oren we're, we're, we're happy to announce to the viewers that we're, we're actually going on an internship with Parlay now to become sort of full-time journalists with them um, over the summer and really what, what we want to do as really like loving football fans is to produce content and produce articles or videos or content on the podcast which is very much centered towards these issues in football that need discussed and need spoken about mm-hmm. um look we are two white males it, it 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 might seem a bit rich you know coming from us yeah. um to, you know to speak about something like racism mm-hmm. but genuinely like from the bottom of our hearts like I, I, we're football fans and we don't want to see this shit happen yeah. it's it, <laughs> i know and like i said look it is all well and good coming from us but but it, it, it's really not fair it's it's it shouldn't be happening this is a sport that we as Orrin said we love it, it really makes or breaks our, mm-hmm. our, our week and we don't want to see this kind of thing happen and that's why we have sort of we have pledged with Parlay that, that we are going to be trying our best to deliver content that's going to be talking about issues in football that maybe most journalists don't want to talk about because they're maybe afraid of, of being stigmatised mm-hmm. or, or having something thrown at them but but we want to delve deep into it and, and it's, that's it's the ups holy thoughts it is inclusivity inclusivity is what it promotes Non-hatred. That, mm-hmm. that 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 was what was pitched to us from from meeting one from day one. Yeah, it, it was inclusivity, non-hatred, and and that's why we were so happy to sign on because we 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 would like to think that you know when everything is said and done with this podcast and and when we do decide to to hang it up someday that we've made a, a positive impact. You know whether it be you listen to this episode and and you think you know it's really good that there's guys out there that are you know maybe standing up for for people of our race or people of our sexuality or gender whatever it might be um that's what we're we're aiming to do that's what we want the podcast to do ultimately we want you to to listen and enjoy and Mm -hmm. have a smile on your face and this is for you 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As much as this is for us, we love doing this. This is a podcast that we hope you listen to and are like, oh yeah, I feel like I can be in, in a part of that conversation. Yeah. That's why we do this. It's not, look, <laughs> we're trying to build a portfolio and stuff, yes, but it's not, that's not what this is for. This is for your listening pleasure. This is for you to have a conversation with us. This is a community. Um, if there's hatred or racism or whatever going on in this community, there's one place for you. That's the door. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, something that we, we as football fans and, and we on the podcast especially, and I'm speaking for Owen and Connor here as well, we, just, we don't tolerate it, to be honest. It's not nice. and there's, there's no place for it. No place for it in society, let alone football. Um, so thank you very much for listening, folks. Um, as always, uh, you can follow. You can find us on the Parlay Sports app, PRLY Sports. You can follow us at Bottom Bins Pod. That is TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Please go and give us a follow over on our on our other platforms, guys. And as always, keep it bottom bins. Keep it bottom bins. <laughs>